I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Uh, Tell me what you're ready for Tell me what you're ready for We're ready for the feeling, no We're never gonna be let down, no We're ready for the ceiling, no And it's happened when we set it and we wheel it out, no We're ready for the feeling, no We're never gonna be let down, no We're ready for the ceiling, no And it's happened when we set it and we
from the soul. You can feel it and see. Beauty and elegance, add on intelligence. A queen's supposed to never F with the irrelevant and mediocre. I'm in my element, time for me to free the culture. Waking the melanin, the peeps sleep deep in comas. That's my objective, highly unaffected. They lyrics unimpressive, they flow, I don't respect it. Sending shock waves through your whole body electric. If niggas walking dead, I am the flyer resurrected. Ties respected, lyrics is luminous. Beauty is boss cinematic. Francis Coppola movie scripts, I am living proof in this. Real queens do exist. Been rocking stages since the Days Nas tooth was chipped, handing you with them sprayed words like vandalism. When I talk, every child, woman, man, listen. Astrology, knowledge, but rap, see my brand is different. Your misery is like a damn prison. San Quentin, use an inmate, lost soul, been late. I don't emulate, I innovate, cause I'm the template. People complaining that the world is in a grim state. Backwards enemies showing love while friends hate. My style chic like Nile Rogers and real sassy. Talk slick, then drop science like Neil deGrasse. Tyson, I'm licensed to entice you to dopest gems. Every time I stroke a pen, I repair broken men. Cause on the scales of my eye, my heart is featherweight. Just like the rock, Gibraltar, my soul never break. Astral projection on the microphone, I levitate. Every bar that I recite resonates. My words, no apology, they can't silence me. I took an oath, signed a universal policy. I'm under contract, lyrical agreement, now I'm seated at the table with the spiritual elitists. The people see through the lies and the thievery. Third eye level, we are not yoked evenly. Victory is easily deep inside my clutches. A goddess empowers everyone she touches, touches. joyful exaltations and greetings to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Woman Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tanay. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Tonight's theme is the quintessence of ether. 
the quintessence of ether. We're going to start off in the praise up as there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed, starting off with Genesis 1, 6-8. And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. Genesis 1, 14 to 15. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs, and for seasons, and for days, and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven, to give light upon the earth. And it was so. 1 Timothy 1.17 Now unto the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Genesis one twenty, And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life, and the fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. Ezekiel one twenty two to 23 And the likeness of the firmament upon the heads of the living creature was the color of the terrible crystal stretched forth over their heads. And under the firmament were their wings straight, the one toward the other. Everyone had two, which covered on this side, and everyone had two, which covered on that side, their bodies. Ezekiel one twenty-five to 26 And there was a voice from the firmament that was over their heads when they stood and had let down their wings. And above the firmament that was over their heads was the likeness of a throne as the appearance of a sapphire stone. And upon the likeness of the throne was the likeness as the appearance of a man above upon it. Psalms 19.1 The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Ezekiel 10.1 Then I looked, and behold, in the firmament that was above the head of the cherubims, there appeared over them as it were a sapphire stone, as the appearance of the likeness of a throne. Psalm 151 Praise ye the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in the firmament of his power. Romans 120 For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, 
even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Proverbs 8.21 That I may cause those that love me to inherit substance, and I will fill their treasures. Proverbs 29.3 Whoso loveth wisdom rejoiceth his father, but he that keepeth company with harlots spendeth his substance. Colossians 1.15-16 Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Daniel 12.3 And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. And Ezra 9.8 And now, for a little space, grace hath been shown from the Lord our God to leave us a remnant to escape and to give us a nail in his holy place that our God may lighten our eyes and give us a little reviving in our bondage. In Yeshua's name, give us a little reviving in this bondage. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme, the quintessence of ether, blessings and grace.
drum, bringing out, come out of your people, come, some the pan the Indian reservation, some will go on to repatriation, some will claim the land of Canaan, and of the slave driver, them be a possession. Nobody 
peace and love and perfection through our all creation. Oh God, may there be peace and love and perfection through all creation. Oh God, may there be peace and love and perfection.
hope that you had a pleasant trip with Tall Black Guy Railway. We have enjoyed having you aboard. It is now safe to depart the train. Please make sure that you have collected all of your items before leaving. Thanks again for riding our tall black guy railway. This is the conclusion of your trip. Blessings and grace, and welcome to tonight's theme, the quintessence of essence. Now, quintessence is the fifth and highest element in ancient and medieval philosophy that permeates all nature and is the substance composing the celestial bodies, the essence of a thing in its purest and most concentrated form. The most typical example or a representative, the quintessence. And ether, ether is the rarefied element formerly believed to fill the upper regions of space. Now this is according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, the upper regions of space, the heavens. And less commonly, ether is a medium that in the wave theory of light permeates all space and transmits transverse waves. It is also any of a class of organic compounds characterized by an oxygen atom attached to two carbon atoms. Ether is a related term of quintessence. As nouns the difference between ether and quintessence is that ether is organic compound, countable, a compound containing an oxygen atom bonded by two hydrocarbon groups, while quintessence is a thing that is the most perfect example of its type. The quintessence, the thing that is the most perfect example of its type, the most perfect embodiment of something. As verbs, the difference between ether and quintessence is that ether is, while quintessence is to reduce to its purest and most concentrated essence. Ether, also known as the fifth element. Some Greek medical philosophers include a fifth element, which is space, or ether. It is the lightest, subtlest, and most refined of all the elements. Plato called it prima materia or the primal source, the womb, or matrix from which all matter arises and manifests. Ether 
could be called matter on the verge of manifestation or the space that allows matter to exist. Like earth, ether is also cold and dry in its basic qualities. But contrary to earth, ether is extremely light, subtle, and mobile. Some say that ether corresponds to the nervous humor, the nervous system, and temperament, which is the subtle counterpart of the melancholic temperament and black bile. But for most practical clinical purposes, ether and its nervous humor and temperament are subsumed and included under earth and its melancholic humor and temperament. So the ether affected the nervous system and your level of sadness. Now in Greek mythology, ether was one of the primordial deities in Greek mythology, the son of the primordial deities, Erubus, which is darkness, and Nyx, night. So darkness and night. Or according to the Orphic hymns, Cronus, time, and Nanki, necessity. So darkness and night, or time and necessity, created the ether. And he was the brother of Himera, day, and according to some sources, fathered Gaia, earth, and Thalassa, the sea, and Uranus, the heavens. He was the personification of the upper air that only gods breathe, as opposed to the normal air breathed by mortals. The air encircling the mortal world was called chaos, or air, A-E-R, while the underworld, where the dead dwelled, was enveloped in Erebos, the mist of darkness. Now, according to Science World, ether was the hypothetical substance through which electromagnetic waves travel. It was proposed by the Greek philosopher Aristotle and was used by several optical theories as a way to allow propagation of light, which was believed to be impossible in empty space. It was supposed that the ether filled the whole universe and was a stationary frame of reference, which was rigid to electromagnetic waves, but completely permeable to matter. The ether exists, and it is the medium for propagating light and other longitudinal and transverse electromagnetic waves across the universe. It is the fabric of our universe, consisting of tiny granules that transfer energy in the form of waves. For thousands of years, the ether, a field which connects and permeates all things, was an essential facet of both the philosophy and science of reality in cultures around the world, also known as quintessence. The ether is the fifth element in the series of classical elements thought to make up our experience of the universe. Although the ether goes by as many names as there are cultures that have referenced it, the general meaning always transcends and includes the same four material elements. It is sometimes more generally translated simply as spirit when referring to an incorporeal living force behind all things. In Japanese, it is considered to be the void 
through which all other elements come into existence. In Hinduism, it is known as Akasha, which simply means space and Sanskrit. There are also many terms for the movement of energy through the ether or the movement of ether itself. These include Qi or Qi, which is a traditional Chinese and Taoist concept for the natural energy or life force of any living thing. In Hinduism, a similar idea is known as prana, which is the life force which connects all the elements of the universe. For Hawaiian and some Polynesian cultures, this field of living force is known as mana. The same concept is known as ruah in Hebrew, and lung in Tibetan Buddhism as pneuma in ancient Greece, and vital energy in Western philosophy, it is also popularized by the idea of the Force in Star Wars. The ether played a central role in our framework of understanding natural phenomena in the universe all the way up until the turn of the 20th century. The element of ether, or spirit, is the celestial energy that fills all spaces, the Greeks saw it as being higher than the earth plane and also felt that ether played a role in the well-known phenomena like gravity. In metaphysical tradition, the concept of spirit goes much further. It is in effect the monad, the center of the sacred space, the mandala of the universe and beyond. In the patterns of the cosmos, ether is the elusive fifth element that had circular motion versus fixed elements that moved in straight lines. Effectively, the spirit element does not follow any particular rule of energy, but rather it is the rule. It is the glue of the Most High. Alchemists knew that the fifth element at quintessence, vibrationally, the element of spirit or ether, is in alignment with the divine number one. The number one is the perfect number for spirit, ether, the I am of the universe. No matter how you see the divine, this is the inception point of creation. As a primal force, spirit is the mover, shaker of the universe. Without ether, nothing would exist. And when you find your foundations quaking, you can be pretty sure it's one spirit sending a wake-up call. One's energetic vibration has purpose. It guides and directs, being sure and steady in its path. Spirit pragmatically and justly build the cornerstones for all civilizations and beings. Both have no place for charlatans. When you work with the number one or spirit or ether, being true and real is nothing less than essential. The quintessence, space, whether interplanetary, intermaterial, or interorganic, is filled with a subtle fluid or gas, which we call, as did the ancients, eighth in solitaire, ether. This fluid or gas, unchangeable in composition, indestructible, invisible, pervades everything and all matter, metal, mineral, tree, 
plant, animal, man, each is charged with the ether in varying degrees. All life on the planet is charged in like manner. A world is built up in this fluid and moves through a sea of it. Ether, which the occultist terms astral light, determines the constitution of bodies. Hardness and softness, solidity and liquidity all depend on the relative proportion of ethereal and ponderable matter of which they are composed. The arbitrary division and classification of physical science, the whole range of physical phenomena, proceeds from the primary ether. For science has reduced matter as we know it to ether, which, although not solid in matter, is still matter. When most of us speak of matter, of course, we usually visualize solid substance, but it has been proved by science that matter is not actually solid, but merely a stress, a strain in the ether. A stress, a strain in the ether. The atoms and finer still the electrons and protons of which it is composed all move in a sea of ether, so that in accordance with this theory, the very air we breathe, the very bodies we inhabit, all must likewise be moving in this sea of ether, the parent element from which all manifestation has come. This principle that all things proceed from one is demonstrable in the physical, in the principles of biology, the multicellular organisms, complex as they may be in their structure, nevertheless arise from a single cell. One. One cell. Science postulates that all matter is composed of atoms. The atoms, however, are composed of protons and electrons, and the electrons in their turn are evidently composed of ether. This ether is a universal connecting medium, filling all space to the furthest limits, penetrating the intercies of the atoms without a break in its continuity, and so completely does it fill space that it's sometimes identified with space and has, in fact, been spoken of as absolute space. The ether of space according to Sir Oliver Lodge, is a theme of unknown, apparently infinite magnitude and of a reality beyond the present conception of man. It is that of which everyday material consists, a link between the worlds, a consummate substance of overpowering grandeur. By a kind of instinct, one feels it to be the home of spiritual existence, the realm of the awe-inspiring and supernal. It is the co-extensive with the physical universe and is absent from no part of space. Beyond the furthest star it extends, in the heart of the atom, it has its being. It permeates and controls and dominates all. It eludes the human senses and can only be envisaged by the powers of the mind. Yet the ether is a physical thing. It is not a physical entity. It has definite properties. It is not matter any more than hydrogen and oxygen are water. 
but it is the vehicle of both matter and spirit. In the alchemist hierarchy, the Most High caused a division within itself into two principles, and from these two principles resulted the four elements. Fire, earth, air, and water. The four elements, with the addition of ether, form the quintessence of matter. They combined the four elements and sought to effectuate change through transmutation. Within this ethereal system consists of three sets of four elements, in which there are three different types of fire elements and three types of earth elements, three types of air elements, and three types of water elements. The alchemists associated these 12 elements with the 12 signs of the zodiac. The fire elements are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius, and the earth elements are Capricorn, Taurus, and Virgo. The air elements are Libra, Aquarius, and Gemini, and the water elements Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. The element ether, called Akasha in Sanskrit, is the first of the five great elements. It comes first because it is the most subtle of the elements, often referred to as space. It is the essence of emptiness. It is the space the other elements fill. The origin of ether is sound in its primordial, unmanifested form. It's the primordial space from which vibration emerges long before it takes the form of sound in the ear. Sound and ether are inseparable. Because of the intimate relationship, the ear is considered the associated sense organ of the element ether, and voice, the mouth, is its organ of action. Ether has qualities, but unlike other elements, ether's qualities are based more upon the absence of its opposing quality than on the actual quality itself. For instance, ether is cold. It's cold because it lacks warmth created by fire. Ether is light because it lacks the heaviness created by earth and water. Ether is immobile because it lacks the propulsive nature of air. Ether is subtle because it lacks the profound presence of the more obvious elements. Ether is omnipresent. It is everywhere. It is the substratum from which all other elements are derived. Ether is part of all other elements. With any aspect of creation, ether may be found. Ether is the most expansive of the elements without form or boundaries. Ether has no limits. Because of its expansive quality, ether is the cause of differentiation. Unrestrained, ether awaits a propulsive force to assist it in moving outward from the center of oneness. Ether awaits as a propulsive force to assist it in moving outward from the center of oneness. As a result, its form is able to take shape and differences emerge. In the formation of the embryo, it is the ether that is responsible for allowing change and growth to take place. Ether creates the space for the other elements to fill.
That which is the most subtle and difficult to perceive is the function of the element ether. The mind is composed of ether. It is formless and nearly impossible to contain. While the mind becomes easily disturbed, ether represents the substratum upon which thoughts and emotions ride like waves upon the ocean. Undisturbed mind, undisturbed mind, is an expression of the essence of ether. One must utilize the ether within to end assisted in moving outward from the center of oneness. The outward movement of manifestations, physical manifestations, the outward movement of your ideas, the outward movement of oneness with your endeavors, your goals. Pull from the substratum, the underlying layer or substance, the foundation, the basis, the broad substratum of truth, of oneness within and how the purposes are already destined by the Most High, and the gifts are given, ready for you to unwrap, the quintessence of ether. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the Go and Gnosis, blessings and grace.
blessings and grace, and I'm back with the Go and Gnosis, your news infused with consciousness, starting off on GwinnettDailyPost.com, bill to create state oversight of journalists filed in General Assembly, a bill to create state oversight of journalists filed in the General Assembly. Six Republicans in the Georgia House of Representatives, including one from Gwinnett County, filed legislation to create a board that would oversee journalists across the state as legislators closed out this year's legislative session Tuesday. The Ethics in Journalism Act, officially known as House Bill 734, would create a journalism ethics board and mandate journalists, and news outlets to make copies of their notes and recordings from interviews, as well as their photographs, available free cost upon request by the person interviewed. In a political climate where news outlets are frequently criticized and called fake news by President Donald Trump, news of the bill quickly made national headlines Wednesday. People who are interviewed would have up to 60 days after the interview was conducted, to request free copies of the notes, recordings, and photographs from the interview. Failure to comply with the request within three days could open the journalist or news organization to a lawsuit. A fine of $100 per day would also be levied upon the journalist or news organization until the request is complied with. Meanwhile, the Journalism Ethics Board would also have the authority to promulgate canons of ethics for journalism, which shall comport with industry standards regarding factual and ethical reporting. Professional journalism organizations, such as the Society of Professional Journalists, have already their own codes of ethics, which members are expected to abide by. The board would also be authorized to create a voluntary accreditation process in which journalists and news organizations would have to demonstrate compliance. Journalists and news organizations would have to demonstrate compliance with the highest levels of professionalism and integrity in journalism to gain accreditation. The board would also have the authority to investigate and sanction accredited journalists or news organizations if it feels they have acted unethically. Punishments could include probation, public reprimand, private reprimand, and loss or suspension of accreditation. So this is what's moving forward. A bill to create state oversight of journalists is filed in the General Assembly. Moving forward on theweek.com, TurboTax and H&R Block are lobbying to stop you from filing taxes for free, and Congress is listening. Another controversial wave of tax reform is headed through Congress, not that either political party seems to find it too controversial. Last week, the House Ways and Means Committee pushed a bill full of IRS overhauls through to the full chamber, with both Representative John Lewis, Democrat, and Representative Mike Lewis, a Republican, as co-sponsors. And inside the jam-packed bill, there's a provision 
that would make it illegal for the IRS to create its own tax preparation service, likely limiting the ways people can file their taxes for free. ProPublica reports. Several developed countries' tax agencies have created their own free online filing systems, prompting experts to suggest the IRS do the same. ProPublica notes, but as it stands, the agency only offers free filing via for-profit companies such as TurboTax and H&R Block for people making less than $66,000 per year. Only about 3% of Americans eligible for free filing actually use it. The Free File Alliance claims that's likely because, as critics say, companies deliberately underpromote the free option and instead use it as a cross-marketing tool to upsell paid products, ProPublica writes. If the IRS created its own filing service, it would cut into these companies' profits, and they know it. So filing services, including H&R Block and TurboTax parent company Intuit, have spent years lobbying against a free public system. ProPublica continues, The Taxpayer First Act passed last week with bipartisan support, showing that their lobbying worked and that the bill is likely to pass the entire House pretty soon. So TurboTax and H&R Block are lobbying to stop you from filing taxes for free. And Congress, both sides, are listening. And moving forward on HuffPost.com, San Francisco officials want to close Juvenile Hall by 2021. Dozens of community organizers, youth, and city officials stood on the steps of San Francisco City Hall on Tuesday, rallying in support of a new measure to shut down the county's Juvenile Hall by the end of 2021. We're going to shut down Juvenile Hall close youth prisons, and build leaders together. Supervisor Shaman Walton, who spent time in Juvenile Hall as a youth, said to cheers from the crowd, people held sign readings, books not bars, free us kids, and no youth jail. Members of the city's board of supervisors introduced legislation on Tuesday backed by six of the 11 supervisors to close the youth detention center within three years and instead create programs to serve as alternatives to incarceration for youth who don't need to be detained, but a smaller rehabilitative non-institutional center for those who need to be in a facility by law. The bill would create a 12-person working group made up of officials from city agencies, juvenile justice experts, and community members who spend the next couple of years designing alternatives. It would also create a fund to redirect money previously allocated for the juvenile hall to the community-based programs, mental health support, and academic help for youth involved in the justice system. There are also stark racial disparities in the population of young people who are detained. In San Francisco, while about 5% of the children in the city are black, about 60%, 60, of the juvenile hall population in January was black. By ignoring the harms of incarceration, the city is ignoring the damage that it is doing to its young people of color. 
Meredith DeSaltels, staff attorney at the Youth Law Center, a San Francisco-based youth justice advocacy group, told the Huff Post by email, Mayor London Breed does not appear to support the juvenile hall's closing, saying in a statement Tuesday to HuffPost that it was irresponsible to begin this incredibly important conversation that will impact people's lives by presupposing any outcomes. On Monday, Breed announced a juvenile justice blue ribbon panel to start meeting later this month. HD in full effect, overstand, and make recommendations for reforms to the juvenile justice system. One of its aims is to drastically reduce the number of young people detained in juvenile hall, according to a news release. The new legislation to close the facility will likely come to a final vote in June. After moving through the legislative process, the Chronicle reported, the bill would need the backing of eight supervisors to override a potential mayoral veto. HuffPost asked Breed's office if she would veto the bill, but her office did not immediately provide a response. So send blessings out to San Francisco and to the will of those eight supervisors that it be bent to the will of good and Jawel in Yeshua's name. Moving forward on NPR.org, Pennsylvania judge sentenced to 28 years and massive juvenile justice bribery scandal. A Pennsylvania judge was sentenced to 28 years in prison in connection to a bribery scandal that roiled the state's juvenile justice system. Former Luzerne County Judge Mark Civarella Jr. was convicted of taking $1 million in bribes from developers of juvenile detention centers. Convicted of taking $1 million in bribes from the developers of the juvenile detention centers. The judge then presided over cases that would send juveniles to those same centers. This case came known to be Kids for Cash. The AP adds, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court tossed about 4,000 convictions issued by Civarella between 2003 and 2008, saying he violated the constitutional rights of juveniles, including the right to legal counsel and the right to intelligently enter a plea. Civarella, 61, was tried and convicted of racketeering charges earlier this year. His attorney had asked for a reasonable, a reasonable sentence in court papers, saying in effect that he's already been punished enough. What about those 4,000 convicted wrongfully convicted juveniles. Haven't they already been punished enough? The media attention to this matter has exceeded coverage given to many in almost all capital murders, and despite protestation, he will forever be unjustly branded as the Kids for Cash judge, their sentencing memo said.
The Times leader of Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania, reports that the courthouse in Scranton was overflowing this morning. More than a dozen people who said they had been affected by the judge's decision stood outside, awaiting the sentencing. Jeff Pollins was in the crowd. His stepson was convicted by Civarella. These kids are still affected by it. It's like post-traumatic stress disorder, Pollins told the Times leader. Our life is ruined. It's never going to be the same. I'd like to see that happen to him, he said. Burn fire on that judge. 28 years is not enough punishment for the 4,000 lives and families he affected. And moving forward to rollcall.com, Mueller report, Russia hacked state databases and voting machine companies. Russian intelligence officers injected malicious SQL code and then ran commands to extract information. The Russian military intelligence unit, known by its initials GRU, targeted United States state election offices as well as United States makers of voting machines, according to Mueller's report. Victims of the Russian hacking operation included United States state and local entities such as state boards of elections, SBOEs, secretaries of state and county governments, as well as individuals who worked for those entities, the report said. The GRU also targeted private technology firms responsible for manufacturing and administering election-related software and hardware, such as voter registration software and electronic polling stations. The Russian intelligence officers at GRU exploited known vulnerabilities on websites of state and local election offices by injecting malicious SQL code and on such websites, then they ran commands on underlying databases to extract information. And in keeping with the theme of Ether, I found something interesting on amp.businessinsider.com. Astronomers just found a second galaxy containing no dark matter, and it may change everything we know about how galaxies are formed. While we can't see dark matter, it's thought to make up a large part of our universe's mass. When researchers at Yale University said in March 2018 that they discovered a galaxy containing no dark matter, their work was met with a mixture of praise and criticism. Much of the criticism of the discovery was that it contradicted dark matter theory. However, the scientists recently made an exciting discovery. They found yet another galaxy that appears to contain only normal matter. A team led by Peter Van Dokum, the sole Goldman family professor of astronomy at Yale, said last month that it discovered yet another galaxy without any dark matter, a discovery that supports its initial observations that dark matter is separable from galaxies. These findings may require us to rethink how galaxies are formed. While we can't see dark matter, it's thought to make up a large part of our universe's mass. Our galaxies 
consists of dark matter as well as normal matter, like stars and planets, for example. So overstand the word sound power. They say normal matter is stars and planets. And dark matter is what we can't see. The scientist's discovery of galaxies with little to no dark matter is unprecedented and somewhat surprising. The fact that we're seeing something that's just completely new is what's so fascinating, said Shaney Danielli, who first spotted the galaxy two years ago. No one knew that such galaxies existed, and the best thing in the world for an astronomy student is to discover an object, whether it's a planet, a star, or a galaxy, that no one knew about or even thought about. The researchers followed the movements of 10 star clusters, allowing them to ascertain the mass of each galaxy. They found that the galaxies contained only as much mass as the stars would normally have had, meaning that most likely there was probably only normal matter, planets and stars. The second galaxy found to be absent of dark matter was dubbed NGC 1052 DF4, a discovery that's just as exciting for the researchers as that of DF2. This means the chances of finding more of these galaxies are now higher than we previously thought, Dokum said, since we have no good ideas for how the galaxies were formed. They have no good ideas of how the galaxies were formed. I hope these discoveries will encourage more scientists to work on this puzzle. Until recently, it was thought that galaxies couldn't form without dark matter. But Risa Wessler, a Stanford University physics professor, told National Geographic last month that we need to rethink what a galaxy is. According to Keck Observatory, both DF2 and DF4 belong to a relatively new class of galaxies called ultra-diffuse galaxies. They're roughly the same size as the Milky Way, but have far fewer stars, making them appear fluffy and translucent, therefore difficult to observe. Despite the lack of dark matter in these galaxies, the researchers say their existence bolster the dark matter theory, backing up the idea that dark matter is independent of normal matter. See how they want to separate the one? The researchers said that they want to continue exploring new galaxies. Our hope is that this will take us one step further to understanding one of the biggest mysteries in our universe, the nature of dark matter, Danielli said. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tech knowledge, blessings, and grace. Snakes is high, you know them snakes 
The instamatic focal point bringing damage to your bar will be some brothers from the east with them beats that be thorough. Got the solar gravitation, so I'm bound to pull it. I gets down like brothers are found, ducking from bullets. Gun control means using both hands in my land. Yeah. It's all about the cautious living. Migrating to a higher form of consequence. Compliments are struggling that shouldn't be notable. Man, every word I say should be a hip hop quote. I'm sick of bitches shaking asses. I'm sick of talking about blunts. Sick of Versace glasses. Sick of slang. Sick of pat bass. Award show, sick of name brand clothes. B bitches over bullshit tracks. Cocaine and cracks, which bring sickness to blacks. Sick of swole head rappers with they sickening raps. Claps and gaps, making the whole sick world collapse. The facts are getting sicker, even sicker perhaps. I stick the push to make a bundle to escape the Man, life can get all up in your ass, baby. You better work it out. Now let me tell you about a skin not considered equal. A meteor has more right than my people who be wasting time screaming. They've hated, that's why the native tongues has officially been reinstated. Yeah. Stakes is high. You know them stakes is high. We're talking about the Stakes is high. Y'all know them stakes is high. Who we dealing with? Stakes is high. Man, y'all stakes is high. It's about love and cause. Love for funds, loving to love mad sex, loving to love guns. Love for opposite, love for fame and wealth. Love for the fact of no longer loving yourself, kid. Uh -huh. We living in them days of the man-made ways where every aspect is vivid. Word. These brothers no longer talk shit, hey, yo. These niggas living, about to give it to you 24-7 on the microphone. Plug one, translating the song. No offense to a player, but yo, I don't play. And if you take offense, fuck it, got to be that way. J-Dub, show your love, what you got to say? I say jeans are making cakes out of high regard And niggas dying for it nowadays ain't hard Investing in fantasies and not God what? Welcome to reality, sometimes it's hard People try to snatch the credit but can't claim the card Showing out in videos, saying they co-star See shit like that'll make your mama cry You spend it cause the stakes is high You know them stakes is high when you're dealing with the Smiling in public is against the law Cause love don't get you through life no more It's who you know and how you son And how you getting in and who the man holding he up And how was the skin and how high Yo what up I, I heard you caught a body Seem like every man and woman shared a life with John God They ain't organized Mixing crimes with life and time Taking the big scout route And niggas no doubt Better than they know their daughters and they son Yo people go through pain and still don't gain Positive contact Just like my main man Physical and uh -huh. His mind got congested. He got the non-influent neighborhoods are now hoods. Cause nobody's neighbors, just animals surviving with that animal behavior yeah. under eye. We riding from dark to light sky. sky. Experiments where needles and skin connect. Yeah. No wonder where we live is called the projects. When the mistake is high, you damn sure try anything to get the piece of the pie. Yeah. Electrify. Even die for the cash, but at last we be out, even though you're wanting more. This issue was closed like an elevator door, but soon reopened when we get to the next floor. Come on. Stakes is high. Stakes is high.
blessings, and grace. And I'm back with technology on businessinsider.com. Tesla is taking direct aim at Uber and Lyft with plans to roll out 1 million robo-taxis by next year. On Monday, Tesla CEO Elon Musk revealed the company's plan to compete with incumbents like Uber and Lyft by using an autonomous ride-sharing fleet, which will be made up of what Musk described as robo-taxis. These robo-taxis will operate on the Tesla network, which is basically a ride-hailing platform. Robo-taxis can be essentially any Tesla vehicle with autonomous driving functionality. Musk said that by next year for sure, we will have over 1 million robo-taxis on the road. Robo-taxis will be significantly cheaper for riders than what Uber and Lyft cost today. Musk said, and will offer Tesla owners the opportunity of making upwards of $30,000 a year. The fundamental message that consumers should be taking today is that it is financially insane to buy anything other than a Tesla, Musk said. Robo-taxis are essentially any Tesla vehicle with autonomous driving functionality. To turn a Tesla into a robo-taxi, a car's owner simply adds it to the Tesla network platform by way of the company's app. Musk said that by next year for sure, we will have over 1 million robo-taxis on the road. Musk acknowledged the regulatory limitations and that not all regions will openly approve the company's futuristic tech right away. Still, Tesla's chief exec said he's very confident in predicting the launch of the robo-taxi program by next year in certain parts of the United States. Tesla's autonomous day comes just two days before the company's earnings call, which some on Wall Street called a move to distract investors from a weak first quarter. Although the robo-taxi announcement comes amid Lyft's public market debut at the end of March and Uber's expected IPO sometime in May. So robo-taxis are coming to a state near you by next year. And moving forward on dailymail.co.uk. Secretly filmed while you shop, some of Britain's biggest stores record their customers as Boots, Asda, and BQ Commission, an agency that claims it can use footage to manipulate behavior. Tesco, Boots, Sansbury's, and Co-op all commissioned SBXL, a little-known behavioral analysis agency, to record customers in their aisles. SBXL boasts it can use the footage to manipulate the emotions and behavior of shoppers and raise takings. The firm said adequate signage was in place and consent was sought from customers. Shoppers have been secretly filmed by big stores to try to make them spend more. The Information Commissioner's Office said last night that it would examine the Daily Mail's findings to check for breaches of data protection laws. Our undercover investigation also revealed that Tesco's sales apparently rose 
106 million euros in the 12 months after it commissioned SBXL to increase sales of treats for pets. Boots allowed the firm to use cameras to analyze how women apply makeup. Multinationals are using arm's length agencies for similar sales techniques to avoid breaching data laws. YouTube videos on SBXL's public channel showed unsuspecting customers in B&Q supermarkets and duty-free outlets. Footage which included children remained on the channel for eight years. Some of the stores whose customers were filmed by SBXL also claimed that appropriate signage was in place or consent sought. However, none has provided evidence to prove this. Moving forward onto Forbes.com, renewable energy job boom creates economic opportunity as coal industry slumps. Renewable energy jobs are booming across America, creating stable and high-wage employment for blue-collar workers in some of the country's most fossil-fuel-heavy states, just as the coal industry is poised for another downturn. Economics are driving both sides of this equation, Building new renewable energy is cheaper than running existing coal plants, and prices get cheaper every year. By 2025, almost every existing coal plant in the United States will cost more to operate than building replacement wind and solar within 35 miles of each plant. Multiple states and utilities are setting 100% clean energy goals, creating new demand for workers to build solar panels and wind turbines. Planning for the inevitable coal-to-clean economic transition can create new economic opportunities in every corner of the country, and some forward-thinking policymakers are already heeding this lesson. The best aspect of renewable energy job growth is that it doesn't matter how states voted in the last election— The American Wind Energy Association identifies wind farms and manufacturing facilities in all 50 states and 69% of congressional districts and 78% of GOP districts, 62% of Democratic districts, paying more than $1 billion in state and local taxes and landowner leases and supporting 24,000 manufacturing or supply chain jobs across 42 states. Moving forward onto the ScienceTimes.com, 3D print glass, now possible. Studies and researches left and right have been using 3D printing. The most recent one that was widely publicized, in fact, was the tiny heart, complete with ventricles and chambers. This time, though, researchers have found a way to print even glass. According to the Optical Society, OSA, Journal Optical Materials Express, a group of researchers headed by Patrick LaRochelle were able to modify a commercially available 3D printer to print glass. The method of glass printing is based on the commonly used technique of fused deposition modeling where a plastic filament is melted and then extruded layer by layer to create detailed 3D objects. The 3D printing of chalcogenide 
glass is the first of its kind. Chalcogenide glass is a unique material used to make optical components that operate at mid-infrared wavelengths. The development would pave the way and the manufacture of complex glass components and optical fibers for new types of low-cost sensors, telecommunication components, and biomedical devices. 3D printing of optical materials will pave the way for a new era of designing and combining materials to produce the photonic components and fibers of the future, said Yannick Lademi, a member of the research team. This new method could potentially result in a breakthrough for efficient manufacturing of infrared optical components at a low cost. The team modified a commercial 3D printer by increasing its maximum temperature from around 260 degrees Celsius to 330 degrees Celsius to enable the chalcogenide glass extrusion since the chalcogenide glass softens at a relatively low temperature compared to other glasses. Their modifications led to the production of chalcogenide glass filaments with dimensions similar to the commercial plastic filaments normally used with the 3D printer. 3D printed chalcogenide-based components would be useful for infrared thermal imaging for defense and security applications, continued Lindemi. They would also enable sensors for pollutant monitoring, biomedicine, and other applications where the infrared chemical signature of molecules is used for the detection and diagnosis. The researchers are now working to improve the design of the printer and fine-tuning it to further increase its performance and efficiency and enable additive manufacturing of complex parts or components made of chalcogenide glass. Moving forward onto TheVerge.com, United States facial recognition will cover 97% of departing airline passengers within four years. The Department of Homeland Security says it expects to use facial recognition technology on 97% of departing passengers within the next four years. The system, which involves photographing passengers before they board their flight, first started rolling out in 2017 and was operational in 15 United States airports as of the end of 2018. The facial recognition system works by photographing passengers at their departure gate. It then cross-references this photograph against a library of populated with faces, images from visas and passport applications, as well as those taken by border agents when foreigners enter the country. The aim of the system is to offer biometric exit, which gives authorities a good idea of who's leaving the country as who's entering it and allows them to identify people who have overstayed their visas. Quartz notes that United States authorities have traditionally relied on airline flight manifests to track who's leaving the country. Since the introduction of the current system, facial recognition identified 7,000 passengers who overstayed their visas on the 15,000 flights tracked. The United States Customers and Borders Protection estimates that over 600,000 people 
overstay their visas every year, an offense that carries a maximum penalty of a 10-year ban from entering the United States, critics argue that building up a database of millions of people's photographs is a threat to civil liberties. Once you have the database, it would be easy to share it with other agencies, effectively turning it into a search tool for all law enforcement. The current iteration of, of the system first entered trials in 2017 on a single flight between Atlanta and Tokyo. It was originally planned to roll out more widely at the beginning of 2018, but its implementation was fast-tracked by the Trump administration and was expanded to more airports in the summer of 2017. And moving forward to the inverse.com, universal basic income, 170000 Young Koreans will get $883 to spend locally. A radical new scheme plans to give 24-year-olds in one South Korean province a universal basic income with hardly any conditions. The plan will see around 170,000 people receive the equivalent of 1 million won, $883 per year. But unlike similar schemes that pay participants and the national currency, this one will use a special provincial currency aimed at exchanging with local small businesses. The youth dividend is a type of basic income for young people. Lee Jai Myung, governor of Gyeonggi province that will host the scheme, said in November 2018 when he announced the budget. Jang Myung is a former mayor of Sangyam, the largest city in the province, where he introduced a similar scheme in 2015. I want to expand this to all young people and not just 24-year-olds to create basic income for the youth. It's a potentially big step for basic income, which advocates argue would provide recipients with a guaranteed safety net to protect against artificial intelligence and robotics automating new jobs. The trial in Finland that gave 2,000 unemployed Finns 560 euro which is $634 per month, showed participants were happier and felt more secure on the same levels of household income. Another trial in Canada involving 4,000 people found people reported feeling healthier as they could afford better food. Andrew Yang is running for the American presidency on a $1,000 per month basic income ticket, while Rahul Gandhi is promoting a similar idea in India's election. The South Korean scheme takes up 175.3 billion won, 153 million of the province's 24.36 trillion won, a $21.5 billion budget for this year. The cost will be split between the province and its constituent cities and counties at a ratio of 7 to 3. Similar to other trials, the result of the scheme will be analyzed by the Gyeonggi Research Institute. While the choice of currency is an interesting quirk, it isn't without precedence. In an age of instant buy purchases from global corporations like Amazon, local currencies can help smaller businesses thrive. The Bristol Pound, the United Kingdom's largest local currency, launched in 2012 
and paved the way for similar schemes like the Exeter Pound, in the United States, the Berkshires, in Massachusetts, Berkshire region, are accepted at over 400 local businesses. Local currencies have strong proponents outside of the basic income sphere. The Guardian argues that traditional currencies fail as they burden the public with debt and don't put new money into circulation where and when it's most needed. The New York Times described Burke shares as a great socioeconomic experiment, though noted that locals complained about the greater degree of complexity versus standard dollars. Given that the local currency can only be used in small businesses of their province, it could stimulate the local economy and provide the base for a broader coalition in support of the basic income program and basic income in general. Hyo Sang An, executive director of the Basic Income Korean Network, wrote in a Tuesday post. Moreover, basic income can be regarded as part of a broader reimagining of society, and local currencies are a way to reconstruct social economies and could be part of that reimagining. The province plans to launch its scheme at the event on April 29th and 30th. The event will include participation from 31 cities and counties, enabling people to buy local goods using the currency. We're going to take a music moment and come back with Urbanology. Blessings and grace.
scientists found the cause of the world's sudden dying population of bees is related to cell phones. With the bees since cell phone signals transmitted when the phones ring, causing them to emit heavy buzzing noises. This frequency confuses the bees, making them fly erratically. Bees use the Earth's magnetic field as a compass, but their navigation is now compromised by cell phone radiation and making it impossible for the moles to find their way back to the hive. It, it is unlikely that the world will ever, ever, ever relinquish the convenience of cell phones. Plus, how are we gonna call Tyrone to help us come get I shit? You better eat your greens before the green consumes you. Focus on the dollar and the dream until the body lets down on you. You say the cat's hard to chew, so you'd rather eat your junk food. Stagnant frequency inside the temple. Now it's affecting your mental state of mind. It happens all the time. You better eat your greens, greens, greens. Asparagus, parsley. Cucumber, kale, and don't forget the collard greens Basil, oregano You know I love my avocado I'm in love with the cocoa coconut Daylight comes, told me I go pick a bunch of green banana Boil it in a stew So you know I gotta add some callaloo Eat your greens. Blessings and grace, and welcome to Herbnology. I'll be discussing the benefits and uses of fenugreek. Here are some proven fenugreek benefits. It improves digestive problems and cholesterol levels. The herb may help with numerous digestive problems, such as upset stomach, constipation, and inflammation of the stomach, for instance, the water-soluble fiber and fenugreek, among other foods, helps relieve constipation. It also works to treat digestion and is often incorporated in ulcerative colitis diet, a treatment plan, due to its anti-inflammatory effects. Fenugreek also seems to benefit those with heart conditions, such as hardening of the arteries and blood levels of certain fats, including cholesterol and triglycerides. It also shows potential for helping those who are diabetic. It reduces inflammation inside the body. Fenugreek helps with inflammation within the body, such as mouth ulcers, boils, bronchitis, infection of the tissues beneath the surface of the skin, tuberculosis, chronic coughs, cancer, 
kidney ailments. Fenugreek appears to slow absorption of sugars in the stomach and stimulate insulin. In traditional Chinese medicine, the spice is known as phlegm mover. It is said to break up stuck energies and cool inflammation within the body. It increases libido in men. Some fenugreek uses for men include treating hernias, erectile dysfunction, and other male problems, such as baldness. That's because fenugreek may increase sexual arousal and testosterone levels. While it's best to consult a physician before using natural therapies for treating illnesses or improving sexual performance, supplements produced from fenugreek have been shown to increase sexual desire and performance in men, as well as naturally remedy impotence. It promotes milk flow in breastfeeding. Fenugreek also helps breastfeeding women who may experience low milk supply. Fenugreek can increase a woman's breast milk supply. It stimulates the milk ducts and can increase milk production in as little as 24 hours. It lowers inflammation from outside of the body. In addition to lowering internal inflammation, fenugreek is sometimes warmed and used externally as a poultice. This reduces external inflammation and can treat pain and swelling in the muscles and lymph nodes, gout, wounds, leg ulcers, sciatica, dandruff, eczema. Fenugreek adds flavor and spice to food. It's often included in an, as, as an ingredient in spice blends, mostly found in Indian food such as curry dishes. It's also used as a flavoring agent in imitation maple syrup foods, beverages, and tobacco. The leaves from the plant can be used in salads, and both fresh and dried leaves are used in Indian recipes. It helps with eating disorders. Beyond enhancing flavor, fenugreek has been shown to increase appetite, which results in restorative and nutritive properties. It improves exercise performance, and it helps improve blood sugar. A clinical trial showed that ingestion of fenugreek seeds soaked in hot water shows promise as a complementary therapy in the treatment of type 2 diabetes. Over the course of eight weeks, 11 out of a total 18 participants consumed fenugreek seeds soaked in hot water and the remaining seven consumed fenugreek seeds mixed with yogurt. The participants who consumed the seeds soaked in hot water showed significant improvement and blood glucose levels compared with the group who ate seeds mixed with yogurt. So fenugreek helps improve blood sugar, improves exercise performance, helps with eating disorders, adds flavor and spice to food. It lowers inflammation from the outside of the body, pain and swelling in the muscles and lymph nodes. It helps with dandruff and eczema and wounds and ulcers. It promotes milk flow and breastfeeding. It increases the libido in men. It reduces inflammation inside the body, bronchitis, tuberculosis, chronic coughs, cancer, kidney ailments, boils, mouth ulcers. It improves digestive problems and improves cholesterol levels. Fenugreek. Look to the nature of the Most High for your healing. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace.
It is time you open up that metaphysical grave that had been dug for you, the part of you, the spark that lays buried. That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape. Escape your metaphysical mind. Blessings and grace, and welcome to the metaphysics of the moment. We're going to start off with the word ether. Ether is Hebrew for plenty, riches, abundance, fullness. A city in the lowland of Judah, Joshua 15:42. Metaphysically, praise in touch with the fullness of abundant substance in the subconsciousness. It's praise in touch with the fullness of abundant substance in the subconsciousness. And ether, the spiritual substance in which we live, move, and have our being, and out of which can be made whatever we desire. One with spiritual understanding knows that the ether exists as an emanation of the mind, and it should not be confused in its limitations with matter. Its being is governed and sustained by ideas, and ideas have no physical dimensions. Substance, the divine idea of the underlying reality of all things. Substance is everywhere present, pervades all things, and inspires to action. It underlies all manifestation and is the spiritual essence, the living energy, out of which everything is made. Through substance and all the attributes of being are expressed. It sustains and enriches any idea that is projected into it. Divine substance is man's supply. Out of it he forms whatever he will according to his faith and understanding. By entering into the silence, acknowledging divine substance, affirming his faith in and oneness with it, man become conscious of substance. Spiritual realization of divine substance enriches the soil or the thought stuff of the mind. Yeshua considered divine substance the treasure field in which he could find the fulfillment of his every need. Every demonstration over mortal limitations is followed by a realization of infinite reality. When man puts away the belief in the reality of matter, there follows a realization of the presence of true substance, of which matter is a mortal concept. Hence, this thought stuff may be made actively by holding an affirmation. The rich substance of the kingdom of God is pouring its plenty perpetually into my mind and affairs, and I am in all ways prospered. The rich substance of the kingdom of the Most High is pouring its plenty perpetually into my mind and affairs, and I am in all ways prospered. Now, spiritual abundance, ideas and consciousness of the omnipresent supply and support of the one mind, invisible substance with infinite capacity of expansion when held in mind, 
affirmed, and praised. All things whatsoever the Father hath are mine. John 16.15 Steps in demonstrating abundance. First, we must recognize abundance as an idea that is real and has the power to expand. Then we must talk abundance, choose words representing abundance, and thus build up an invisible world of substance. And this way, we build a form in our mind that which draws to us an abundance of every good thing. For whosoever hath to him shall be given. Luke 8.18 An invisible The reality that cannot be seen, touched or comprehended by any of the outer senses, in this realm, a great and mighty work, a great and mighty work, is being accomplished. And Ithran, Ithran is Hebrew for redundant, abundant, excellent, plenty, preeminent, a son of Deshaun who was a chief of the Horites in Genesis 36:26, a man of the Israelitish tribe of Asher, 1 Chronicles 7:37. Metaphysically, Ithran is ideas of great excellence and of great value, thoughts that are superior to their fellows, working in both the seemingly deep-seated sense, consciousness in the individual and his more spiritual phase of mind. These ideas have taken on abundant substance. They believe in bountiful supply, and they lead to plenty. Baal Haman is Hebrew for possessor of plenty, place of the multitude, lord of the multitude, place of Jupiter, Amon, a place where Solomon had a vineyard, Song of Solomon 8.11 Metaphysically, though Solomon's vineyard gives the added thought of abundant life, while both life and all increase of substance and supply come from spirit, Baal gives a suggestion of the mistaken belief that it is still so prevalent among people today, the belief that the source of life and substance is in the outer world, of form and activity. Man needs to learn that the true source of all people, as well as the source of all supply and of every real expression and manifestation, is unformed spirit. Having learned that, he will get away from Baal worship entirely. And the soul. The scriptures give spirit, soul, and body as consulting all of man. Spirit is I am, the same in character as divine mind or the most high. Soul is man's consciousness, that which he has apprehended or developed out of spirit. Also the impressions that he has received from the outer world. Soul is both conscious and subconscious. Body is the form of expression of both spirit and soul. In its invisible forces, it expresses spirit. And in its seeming materiality, it pitches the limitations of the soul. 
When man puts out of consciousness all limitations and realize the perfection of spirit, his body will be perfect. In other words, the salvation of the soul results in the redemption or the spiritualization of the body. The ether, the astral, and the soul are virtually one. It is in this realm of the soul that ideas first take form. The soul is not the realm of God ideas, but is the second emanation in the creative law. This is the garden of Genesis 2.8, in which all are possibilities. But the supreme being lies deeper than soul. The mind must grasp ideas in their absolute, unrelated, and unlimited degree before the Most High can be comprehended. Man is eternally one with the Most High in his divine essence as the divine will. But when that will is sent forth to carry out the ideals of the Father, wisdom, a condition is set up, a state of consciousness called the soul, and its outer court called the body. This realm of things made or consciousness of condition is termed the soul. The body is the outer court of the soul, an exact representative in form of the ideals that are revolving in the inner realms of its domain. The planet on which we live is a type of every man's soul. The solid part represents the body, the electrical currents that permeate it from the center to circumference and far beyond represent the passions and emotions of man. The clouds are a fit symbol of human thoughts that have been thrown out by the discord of unwise thinking. All these are things and are undergoing constant change. They appear to progress from lower to higher forms. Men have observed this progression and called it evolution. This perpetual change is symbolic of man's consciousness, which is going through just such an evolutionary process as is observed in the planet. The ego is building, and these states and conditions are the evidence of its handiwork. The difference between soul and spirit, also the difference between the spirit of the Most High and the indwelling Christ, is as follows. The soul touches both the inner realm of spirit, from which it receives direct inspiration, and the external world, from which it receives impressions. But as man brings into expression the original purity of the divine consciousness, his soul is purified and established in its primitive innocence. The spirit is the divine center in man and is always in the absolute. It does not become involved in effects but stands as the creative cause of the absolute good. The indwelling Christ is the son of the Most High or spiritual nucleus within each individual about which all our thoughts must harmonize before we can bring into expression the divine consciousness. The spirit of the Most High is the divine consciousness carrying out the Christ ideas, and poverty, the cure for poverty, 
When love has begun its silent pulsations at one center of consciousness, one cannot remain in want or poverty. From the invisible currents of the inner ether, love will draw to any man all that belongs to him and all belongs to him that is required to make him happy and contented. And the healing name, any declaration man may make, in which the name Jesus Christ, Yeshua, is used reverently, will contact the spiritual ether where the Christ I am lives and will open the mind and body to the inflow of spiritual healing power. Affirm, through Yeshua's vitalizing energy, floods my whole being, and I am healed. And eternal, metaphysically, eternal is without beginning or end, timeless, everlasting in duration. The eternal God is thy dwelling place. Deuteronomy 33.27 And spiritual essence, the substance in which all things exist, and out of which all things are made. Awaken aware ones, it's time to activate that connection to the spiritual essence and draw from it so that you can project all that you came here to be. We're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace.
blessings and grace. And I'd like to thank you for joining me for another offering of Women's Wednesday. I'd like to take the time to show love to the frequency that accompanies me, the music. Savelle's and Cole, a deeper love, a deeper feeling mix. Dark Twain, Ancestral Vessel. Falana, Start Again. Dr. Phil Valentine, Sun Ra, Godspell. Akua Naru, The Offering. Call Me Like, Fourth. John Nine, Jungle. F. Soul, Greens. Erica Badu, Dial Afrique. Galaxma, Catch Me If You Can. Urban Roots, Live Forever Dub. After Hours, Waterfalls, 4 a.m. Mix, Strictly Rhythm. Nishwadada, Perfect Mind. De La Soul, The Stakes Is High. Javier Santiago Remix. Ocelande, Intro, Soulmate. Hemptress Sativa, Ja Have Me Back. D. Jeff, featuring Coley, Different. Honey Home Vocal Mix. Tall Black Guy, Peace and Love, featuring Masego and Romel Donald. Prince KB, Fetch Your Life. Desiree, Set the Flame. The Whitefield Brothers, featuring Bochka, Earthology. Ty Phoenix, Ty's Echo, Janine, Heaven, Ready for the Feeling. Remember that you are water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire. Burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air. Be still, focus, decide. Remember that you are earth, ground, build, give. Peace, blessings, love, and strength to all.
la 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 la